Hey everyone, so recently I decided to do a thing. After nearly three years and two and a half million downloads, I changed the name of the show from Journey to Manifesting to the Sarah Prout Podcast. Everything is still the same, just with a different name. So I hope you enjoy. This is episode 13, how to shift your vibration when you're having a bad day. Welcome to your journey to manifesting. My name is Sarah Prout, best-selling author and creator of The Manifesting Academy. Each week, I'll bring you an inspirational message or share powerful conversations with thought leaders, game changers, and light workers. The intention here is to motivate you to create the life of your wildest dreams. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Now let the journey to manifesting begin. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm really excited to explore today's topic, which is about how to handle a bad day. We've all had them. We've found ourselves tired or grumpy or feeling hormonal or upset. But the thing we tend to forget is that you're allowed to have a bad day. It's perfectly normal. And in today's episode, I want to share with you some of the top ways that I like to troubleshoot my emotions when I feel grumpy or hormonal, and especially when I feel like everything's going haywire or bonkers or nothing seems to be going my way. These are ways that I like to guide my energy. And as you know, as a manifesting teacher, it's all about energy management. So of course, I need to teach what I need to learn and what I need to master. So as much as this is a reminder for you guys today, it's also a reminder for me so that I can really anchor and experience the things that I teach. This is so important in the personal development industry that I show you that I'm walking the talk. So let's just dive into it. There are 11 different things that I like to do when I can identify that things are going crazy in my life. The first thing that I like to do, and this isn't always the first thing that I reach for, by the way, this is the first thing that I wanted to add to the list because I believe that this is one of the most important things that you can do when you're feeling like your energy is really low and you need to raise your vibration. And that is the process of either meditating or chanting or a combination of the two. I like to chant something called the Mu Mantra, which is used in the Sikh tradition. It's a beautiful mantra that has a very deep meaning for me. It's really about leaning into what you resonate with the most, whether that's saying Om or a specific affirmation that you might be using. Whatever you feel is connected to your heart space, that's usually the best place to start. And to begin, so the more you sit down and you practice these sacred utterances for at least 10 minutes, the more you can do that and surrender and meditate, the more powerful it will be in helping to transform your vibration from where it's currently at and that mood that feels stuck. The more you do that, the more you can make time and space in your life for this sacred spiritual practice, the more you'll start to begin to notice radical transformations in every area of your life. This is really the foundational element when it comes to energetic management, because sometimes we find it really hard, and I know this for myself and in my own experience, that it's sometimes really hard to get out of your own way and see things with a sense of clarity. So meditation is one of the 
most powerful ways that you can help to really get out of your head and into your heart. And if you're one of my students in my Manifesting Academy, you'll know what I'm talking about because quite often I find that a lot of my students, especially in our Soul Tribe community, step forward and they say, Sarah, I'm having such a tough time with my thoughts and with these negative beliefs and patterns that I have that I feel are holding me back. And I always prescribe to them that they log into the Manifesting Academy website and they try one of the meditations that are there within the library. So if you want more information on that, go to manifestingacademy.com and you can find out what that's all about. But meditation and chanting especially is such a helpful tool to help reinforce the importance of a spiritual practice when it comes to navigating your emotional energy. The second way you can help to raise your vibration and shift things when you're feeling like you're really cranky is to drink more water. I know that so many people have the intention to drink more water, but they don't. And the thing is that your body needs proper hydration in order for it to function properly. So sometimes not drinking enough water can really mess with not only your hormones, but your oxygen level because it's life force. The more we inhale uh, clean air and get sunshine on our skin, that kind of stuff, and hydrate ourselves, the better we feel because our brain chemistry feels supported. So it's so important that you either have a checklist and you're drinking a certain amount every day. I know there are specific apps that you can download that can help to remind you. I have one on my Apple Watch that reminds me every hour that I need to have a drink of water. And that's really helpful to establish that pattern, to form that habit that will help to support you in making sure that you stay hydrated. Try it out. Try eight glasses of water and see what happens. I guarantee that you'll start to sleep better as well. This is something that I can't recommend enough because especially in America here, people drink so much coffee and alcohol and other sugary stimulants that it not only depletes their levels of hydration, but it doesn't contribute to their well-being. So really examine and ask yourself, what can I do today to get more water into my system? The third element, and I know that I just mentioned this as part of drinking water, is to breathe and to slow down and to really inhale that oxygen into your lungs because it is our life force. And the more we inhale clean air, the more our cells respond with vibrant health, the manifestation of vibrant health. So whether it's during your meditation that you take in a deep breath or whether it's those moments that throughout the day you're stopping to get that glass of water, make sure that you take time to breathe. And this is really important, especially in the heat of the moment, that if you're losing your temper, for example, or you're about to offload at the kids or your partner or road rage or you know someone cut you off on the road um, that you take time to breathe breathe before you react and this acts as a very powerful filter to stop you from saying things that you regret and from behaving in a way that you regret so you don't want to end up behaving like a jackass you really want to stop and take that time to breathe and as you do Affirm in your mind that you're breathing in the energy of limitless possibilities and this really helps to get out of your own way. The fourth thing that is so important is to make sure that you get enough sunshine. So many people out there are vitamin D deficient and they don't even know it. What vitamin D does is that it provides your body with 
the right nutrients in order to regulate your sleeping patterns and your mood. So next time you have a spare moment, go and sit in the sunshine for 15 minutes. It feels really good, especially when the sun sinks into your skin. But don't do it for too long so that you burn. Obviously, that's something that you don't want to do. But if you're really interested in making sure that the happy chemicals are released into your bloodstream, the sunshine really has the power to do that and so often we sit indoors or we don't go for a walk or we even go to exercise at the gym when really we need we just need to take a, a walk around the block take your dog for a walk around the block and feel the sunshine permeate your skin because it's so important to lift your mood and to give your body the chemical stimulation that it needs in order to function properly the fifth element that will radically help you to not only feel better, but this element will help you to manifest at a lightning fast pace. And I've seen this happen with thousands of my students all over the world. And that is the process of decluttering. So when you are open to cleaning and clearing out the old things that no longer serve you, that you no longer use, it can be really liberating. And you, as I mentioned, increase your manifesting power and raise your vibration. So starting by cleaning out your closet is a great place to start. I know so many people out there hang on to clothes that either no longer fit them or they're waiting to fit into, for example. And it's a waste of energy. There's this thing called the Laura vacuum. So whatever you create space for will actually be filled by the universe. And you need to remember that because there's no point holding on to things just in case. The energy needs to be freed up so that a new version of you can emerge, however that chooses to show up. And getting rid of the old always makes way for the new. I'm going to say that one more time. Getting rid of the old always makes room for the new. By creating space, not only in your home environment, but perhaps your purses or your car or even your office environment, by creating space, you're saying to the universe, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready for new experiences, things, places, and people to walk into my life and to support me on this manifesting journey. So make a list. Uh, check out different ways that you can really start to sort and order your environment. This is a powerful way to prompt manifestation in every area of your life. Something that I talk about in one of my courses within the Manifesting Academy, it's called the Life-Changing Miracle of Decluttering. And this talks about ways that you can create sacred space to welcome in perhaps a soulmate, for example. So I'll, ju I'll just dive into that very quickly right now. So if you want to manifest true love into your life, if you want to manifest a soulmate, create space for him or her, clean out space in your closet, empty out a drawer where they can you know, keep their socks or underwear or buy a second toothbrush. One process that I really love to share with people is to buy an extra coffee mug. And every morning when you're making your own coffee or tea, get out the mug for your future lover and, and really focus on the energy of being of service to that person and being open to welcoming them into your reality very soon. Just before we go any further, just a reminder that you can check out the show notes on sarahproud.com for the full list. If you can't catch all of these as they're flying by. So as we move forward, number six is quite confronting, and that's an invitation to unplug 
from electronics. I read somewhere recently that there's an extraordinary amount of times per day that we're touching our phones. You know, it's so it's so gross almost to think that most people take their iPhones into the bathroom with them on a daily basis. You know, how many different germs <laughs> are on those phones? But the thing to remember is that these are opportunities to get addicted to this stuff. So you really want to examine what the time you're taking on these devices is actually contributing to your overall lifestyle and your wellness and your emotional well-being. So just try for perhaps 24 hours to unplug if you can. This is such a great way to detox your brain because there are literally thousands upon thousands of images and messages that are, that are imprinted into your subconscious mind on a daily basis. And so if you can commit to a full day where you unplug and you don't log into Facebook or check your phone, see if you can do it. Because I guarantee you that if you are used to checking in, then you will sense a little bit of resistance. So go on, I dare you, try and unplug for just 24 hours and see what happens. Keep a journal and really use it as an opportunity for self-inquiry as to how you can empower yourself at a deeper level as you move forward. Number seven is to drink chai. This is a really great grounding process. If you're feeling upset or you've heard some news that isn't very pleasant, it doesn't make you happy, go and make yourself a nice warm cup of tea. This is a way to calm yourself and to really allow yourself to process the feelings that are moving through you. And that's what you need to remember, the fact that emotions and the seasons of life move through you. So sometimes we're processing big energy and then other times we're processing smaller energy. Sometimes it can vary in its severity. So by boiling up some non-dairy milk and adding the chai and then a bit of honey and then you know, sitting with the cup and then just kind of relaxing is a great opportunity to allow your emotions to work through as they need to. I would highly recommend that you avoid things like coffee or other stimulants, especially, you know, high sugary sodas, that kind of thing during a time when you're experiencing emotional upheaval because you don't want to spike your blood sugar and then have the crash because not only will you be dealing with the emotions of what's going on, you'll also be dealing with like the, the blood sugar crash. The other thing that can be helpful sometimes, and I don't drink that much, is a nice big glass of red wine. You know, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Just pour yourself a glass of red wine and allow yourself to relax. This is so important, especially when you're dealing with big emotional energy. Number eight on this list is that you take time to connect with nature. Go for a walk, you know, go for a hike go to your local park you know it's a great opportunity to get out of your head and into your heart so looking at the trees and the grass or if you're surrounded by mountains or flowers or clouds or wildlife make sure that you take the time to get out of your home especially if you live in a suburban environment for most people it's not that difficult to get in their car and drive to the beach or drive to a park or for me, this, uh, we live in such a beautiful place. It's called Summerlin, which is about 
30 minutes from the Strip in Las Vegas. And most people don't realize how beautiful it is here. We're literally surrounded by these incredible mountains. And about five minutes down the road is something called Red Rock Canyon. And it's this exquisite natural landscape that sometimes we go hiking and for walks there and we can unwind and relax and really tune into the stillness. That's what the point is of getting out into nature so that you can ground your energy and allow yourself to unplug from distractions and the usual daily routines that some kind, sometimes can get a bit monotonous, don't you think? Like, you know, dropping the kids at school, paying the bills, people asking you what's for dinner, uh, you know, people ringing the doorbell, whatever it is, just that opportunity to stand and be one with nature can help to really recalibrate your emotional system. Number nine is really one of my favorites. However, it is easier said than done. And that is to make a gratitude list. So sometimes when you're really stuck in the storm of feeling upset and grumpy and agitated, it's really difficult to look for things to be grateful for. But it's also a challenge to rise up and to choose again. So try and make this your daily practice if you can by cultivating an attitude of gratitude, as I like to call it. You literally train your vibration to be lighter and to expect positive things to flow into your reality. Gratitude is the secret source in the manifesting process. So go out and buy yourself a beautiful gratitude journal and make lists of things to appreciate. I promise that it will change your life forever. And if you're not sure where to begin, and I know with my students that they sometimes have trouble seeing things to be grateful for, because especially if you're on this manifesting journey, you think, well, I'm not grateful for anything because the things that I set intention for aren't showing up yet. You know, I'm not grateful because I haven't manifested my soulmate. I'm not grateful because I still have this extra weight to lose. I'm not grateful because I still haven't got a million dollars in my bank account. And the list goes on. But here's the thing. If you can feel grateful for the things before they manifest, that will help you to manifest them. That's one of the secrets in this whole process of working and playing with the energy of the universe and understanding the law of attraction. So try for a moment to tune into the tiny things that can bring you gratitude and that you have the opportunity to appreciate things like breathing, things like being able to blink your eyelids or get up out of a chair or hold something in your hands to see, to differentiate between colors, to smell, you know, feel like you have deep appreciation for even the most basic of things and you'll see that the universe begins to trust you with bigger things to appreciate. This is a very sacred spiritual process and one that I know will help to really enrich your manifesting journey when you learn how to adopt the habit of daily gratitude. And even even things that, you know, happen randomly, it doesn't have to be setting a a scheduling tool to remind you to be grateful but the more you do it the more you'll notice that it happens naturally the more you'll see oh I'll write down my three things today to be grateful for or you'll start to show the people in your life a deeper level of appreciation one thing I do know for sure unequivocally is that you can't feel crappy when you're feeling grateful so if you're really wanting to step up and get yourself out of a funky mood then look for things to feel grateful for, especially when you realize that it could always be worse. Now, I'm not saying not to honor your feelings, and I'm not trying to minimize what you might be experiencing right now, but just remember that 
there by the grace of God go I, and that we are so lucky that we're able to wake up each day, that most of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, have access to clean water and meals and a bed to sleep in. You know, we are so lucky. We are so incredibly lucky because a majority of the people that walk this planet live in terrible poverty. They live on less than $10 a day. And it's just, it's really important that we stop ourselves from being self-indulgent and we remember how blessed we are. So gratitude is a very powerful spiritual practice. The 10th element to help support you when you're trying to lift your mood is to move your body. Tony Robbins, the very, very famous personal development teacher, says that physiology changes psychology, which means that in order to shift your mood, if you dance or you jump around or anything that gets your body actively moving will help to release happy chemicals into your bloodstream and help to transform your mood. So even if you just turn on music for 10 minutes and started dancing, Sitting around on your bum all day is a guaranteed way to not change your state. If you want to change your state, move your body. Make it a goal to get at least 10,000 steps in per day. There are some amazing tracking devices out there like Fitbits or a Ringly, which is really cool, or an Apple Watch that helps to measure your movements and also remind you to get up and move your butt on a daily basis. So often, most of us just sit around when really we should be moving our body, we should be honoring ourselves, we should be nurturing and nourishing our temple. This this leads back to feeling grateful for what you have because if you don't move it, you lose it. <laughs> and so it's such an important element to remember that the more you move your body, the more likely you are to lift yourself out of that funky mood. A lot of people that suffer from depression, it's, it's really sad and it's a very complicated issue as well but there are studies that show that meditation is great for helping with depression and also moving your body so whatever you choose whether it's dancing which is really fun or going out for a walk or doing some yoga or going to the gym whatever it is make sure that you do that and you set the intention to get out of your head and into your heart and into your body where you're present with the moment and you're functioning from a space of limitless possibilities. Number 11 is possibly my most favorite resource out of all of the things that I've just shared with you. And that is using essential oils to support you through life. And I'm incredibly passionate about this. In fact, I'm currently studying to become a certified essential oils coach. And one of the things that I love the most is learning how the oils have the power to heal and to promote wellness. So using and playing with essential oils is really beneficial, especially to help regulate your mood. You can either diffuse the oils or you can add a drop of oil to your water or you can rub them directly onto your skin if you use something like a fractionated coconut oil. But whatever you do, please use them wisely because this plant medicine can be potent and it's something that you might see a lot of people, especially on Instagram or Pinterest, sharing their essential oils ideas. But it's incredibly important that you use this plant medicine with reverence. 
The oils that I love to use to help support you moving through bad days relatively quickly, and I'm going to share three with you now. I mean, I could literally share hundreds of them, but I'll share the top three with you. And again, if you want to go to the show notes on sarahprout.com forward slash podcast, you can refer to all of the things and I'll link up all of the tools and resources that I've mentioned in today's episode. So the first essential oil that I love to use that helps promote hormonal health is something called Claricalm. And this is a blend by doTERRA. This is the best blend to support your hormones. I um, I roll it on my abdomen during my moon cycle or leading up to it. You know, that, that 10 day period where, you know, things kind of trigger you emotionally you know you have a very short fuse perhaps or if you suffer from PMS this is a great resource to have and I'm sure everybody in your household will thank you if you try this so try rolling it on your stomach for like the two weeks leading up to your period and I guarantee you'll notice a difference so I also use it I'm just I'm just referring to my notes here I also refer but I also roll it on my tween daughter's wrists when she's bordering on a meltdown. This helps to guide her as well. It's the best. I'm, I'm seriously recommending this to everybody I know. It's the best monthly support for women and their cycles. The second essential oil that I absolutely adore is something called balance and this again is another blend by doTERRA and the name really says it all. So whether you diffuse it or you add it rub it to the soles of your feet, it can help you to have a really restful night's sleep. The third one is the old favorite called lavender, which also helps to promote relaxation and peace. It's great to help soothe fear and also just like balance, great to promote a restful night's sleep. I love to add a few drops to a bubble bath, especially with some Epsom salts, which are great for not only detoxifying your body, but helping to support a healthy immune system. So these are these are great ways that you can really start to take care of your body and your environment and really nourish that sense of well-being. If you're interested in finding out more about essential oils and the beauty of this plant medicine, make sure you go to sarahprout.com forward slash essential dash oils. Like I said, I'll be linking to all of this inside the show notes for this episode. But if you're interested in learning more about essential oils and beginning your journey, then I am so excited to be able to support you. So did you enjoy these 11 things that will help to support you to not only shift your vibration, but to help your mood lift and to seek more happiness? I really hope you did. Feel free to share this episode with your family and your friends. And if you would be so kind, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Let me know what you'd like me to cover in upcoming episodes or anybody that you'd like me to try and interview. I'll try my best. So that's it from me for today. Thank you again for spending some time with me. It's always a pleasure. And until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.